also have to keep my eye on this thing so that it doesn't do what it did last time. I wish I knew when it cut out on us. Josh was telling me about how we could have like way fancier equipment. Duh. Um, and that it would... Would it like... That there would be like a beep? light on? Oh. No, that there would be like a light on. Like that instead of it's just being this like dark, dig- like mm. the digital output, that this would be lit up all the time. Oh, okay. Whereas now when it's like this, I can't... It's not like I can see that moving unless mm-hmm. I tilt it and specifically look oh. at it. So I just kind of have to keep an eye on it and hope for the best. I could lay it on its side, but then I'm nervous. Can I? Oh, I don't know. There. That makes me that's nervous. Be- no, that's better. You sure? Yeah. Now I can see it because I can see the movement of the. This is really interesting recording. Oh, it's recording this? <laughs> <laughs> Should I do my pumpkin pick again? <laughs> yeah. Talk about the pumpkin. There's a cute little white pumpkin on the table. Which I appreciate because I can't bring myself to spend money on decorative pumpkin things or gourds or whatever because they're just going to get thrown out in a month. Is that a real pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. it's real cute. Yeah. I mean, I like them. I like seeing them at the farmer's market and the I grocery store and stuff. And like I'm like, what mm. the... So growing up, my my mom was like mildly insane about the decorating things like to the point where like she made decorations oh i got to make and like decorated our whole house and like yeah we were like me and my brother were real into it like we would do craft projects and like we'd make shit and we'd always carve pumpkins and we would always make christmas ornaments and my mom made a christmas card every year like like we would she would design and produce a, which hello if this isn't yeah. if this isn't an origin story i don't know what it is but like she what like i almost wonder if now my adult self isn't like reacting to that like i like i did all of that and now it's like too sad for me to oh <laughs> like we have a, i have a bunch of her decorations and stuff but like i don't i don't tend to put a lot of it out like I have she had a Santa Claus collection that was like intense and I only I think we only kept I mean I only kept maybe I probably have like 10 of them and she had hundreds of them and my brother my brother might have some of them but a lot of stuff got thrown out like my dad got rid of a lot of stuff because he went cuckoo Mm. um but I wonder if like it seems to me like I should be a person that massively decorates my house given my mother but I don't like we sometimes just don't even have a Christmas tree. Yeah. I mean, I don't decorate for any holidays because then you have to have the stuff like in storage somewhere. Yes. Yeah. We have like a box of Christmas things. I don't like have one Rubbermaid thing that's in our attic. I have one string of lights that I got for the year my mom visited for Christmas and she was like bummed out that I didn't have Christmas. <laughs> she decorations. made you feel bad. <laughs> Um, and then I have two stockings that I bought a long time ago and they're like knit to look like oh. they're from the seventies. And I just feel like someday I might want them and I'll never find cool ones like yeah, that so again. Like, just hold so on they're to just these. like, yeah, yeah that's all away. I have. We have cool. Yeah. I, I don't put them up. I have now. a very cool stocking that my mom made that like has my name on it and it has like two kids sending letters to Santa and it's fucking awesome. And we put the stockings out, hmm. but yeah, I we don't give each other don't any like. Christmas gifts. It's because we don't celebrate Christmas. Heathens. Yeah, 
We do. I mean, we celebrate Christmas, but not in a way that anyone would find normal. And we've a couple. I mean, we have a couple random times throughout the years, like had a legit Christmas tree, and like, ha- you know, we'll do presents and like put presents under the tree. But we're usually like, this is weird. Like when we I do mean, it, we're like, the trees wrong. are like a pagan tradition. So <laughs> theoretically, I should get a tree. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I we, don't care. We haven't in the past not gotten a tree because of the cats. Mm. And then when the cats were gone, and now we have a different cat. And I really don't think Artemis would give a shit. We ha- we did have a tree once with Artemis, and she kind of didn't care. So I think now it's just like laziness. Sure. And we're also like, are we seriously going to spend like $60 on a tree? No. And I mean, then why? And then have to throw it in the garbage. Right. No, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, why are we talking about this? Oh, because of the pumpkin. <laughs> so we started talking about trees again i don't want to spend like five dollars on things that just get thrown out no yeah absolutely you could like get, if i could eat it well, you that could would get, be like different. some beautiful squashes and then like have them out for a little bit and then eat them um well not decorative i mean i have you a couple butternut squashes, squashes and, and acorn squashes sitting on my counter done. does that count yeah, i'm gonna eat those I think that totally counts all right yeah i want a little squash crazy at the farmer's market you can also get things that aren't real you do know that right then i have to store those somewhere got it i have two closets you'll feel differently when you have a house sure i think so because then you can have like literally a box that has like you'll Mm. have one box that's like halloween shit and you'll have one box that's christmas shit we'll see i yeah i think you will just i don't know because when you have i mean we i say that but then we don't really do this sure all right. Okay, that was really boring. Okay. That was a boring intro. Sorry, everybody. Um, This is Pancake Town, the podcast. Ooh. I know, I did it. Um, I don't think we did. Oh, no, we, didn't we did the last one? No, we did. We did. We did. At Sa- in Sagata? Yeah, we did. No, we did. No, I remember it. We now. were drunk, but we knew it. We were still being professional. <laughs> um, I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. We're at Percolator, as per usual. Um, it is October 24th. <laughs> Michelle's really into the fact that it's October 24th. No, it just like really set in that that's like basically November, which and is November basically is December. Is, you November's know, D-Day. Like, November's the end. Yeah. Of the beginning of the end. Yeah. It, yeah. We do this every year though. It hit, it hits October and we freak out a little bit. I feel like I'm usually um, already in freak out mode and I'm not yet. I think it's, so. I think it's cause we went to Saga Tech. Saga Tech like hmm. freaked me out a little bit. Cause like, it was the be- it was at the beginning of October, and I was like, "Oh, we'll get. I'll get back from Sagatuck." It I'll was be, like mid October, and I'll be though. like, "I'll be all like ready, and I'll have like all this time till show of hands." And then I got back and was like exhausted, and like my brain was all jumbled up. And then we probably should have slept more. I think I we should we should have slept the whole time. Yeah, and not talk to each other, or maybe like and not just drink pizza. so much. <laughs> No, I think we drank exactly the right amount, (laughs) (laughs) which was what? Nine bottles of wine? 11 11. bottles of wine. Um, I told Josh that and he was like, wait, what? (laughs) He's like, you were gone for three days. (laughs) I just said that it wasn't even 12, you know, a solid three per person. We could round up, but he did. He did like that. He was like, you were gone for three days. There were four of you and you drank 11 bottles of wine. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what's your point? And I was like, and we went to Sagatuck Brewery <laughs> and had drinks. <laughs> but I was like, what else were we going to do? That's the only reason that it was 11, not 12. 
because we had gone there. That's exactly right. Because we would have drank another yeah. bottle of yeah. wine. We on had Sunday. more. We actually didn't drink at all. I know. Uh, wait, I was going to say we're something such else. Oh, right. I told Steve that we're up to like one or two in the morning every night. And he was like, what? Yeah, he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it was only because we didn't necessarily know what time it was. That and That's what I, I know, felt. It's that like slumber party thing. It was like also, we've never done that. It, I think it was also like battling out like the different time sure. clocks of the four of us. Like we all like it was like two people who stay up late and sleep late versus two people who go to bed early and get up mm, early. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like finding the middle ground of like, well, we'll all just stay up late and get up early. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. But yeah, I think it worked out fine. Um, Okay. So I'm going to, I'll introduce the topic, how topic. this like came up. Um, uh, we put thought into this. You want me to go? So, <laughs> Here's how this came up in my head earlier this week. Um, Steve had gotten a new phone, a new iPhone. It's not a new iPhone. It's, it's new eight. to him. Right. It's a new new to him iPhone. And you know how, like, when you get a new piece of technology, like, everything that's world. new annoys you <laughs> yeah. about it. You're like, who would make this button this and way? And I can't remember exactly what it was, but we we're talking about how um, Apple doesn't necessarily oh it was the size of the phone thing like how we didn't want tens because they're so big oh and we th- is it recording yeah okay <laughs> no i was reacting to your um, tens being so big right and we're like well maybe because they know that people like the smaller size of the phone maybe the next one they'll do the whole like here's the big here's version small and here's the, the small giant. version yeah. and then she's like apple's not really known for like doing things that the customer want. wants yeah, and like you're right true. apple's more about this is what you should want that's really funny because one of the things i pulled is a steve jobs quote oh really yes. and so i didn't it's tell perfect. emily this ahead no, of time how i got there you um that's funny. and i started thinking like about how i'm constant like while i'm planning things making any decision about designs i'm battling it out between what you telling want. people what they should Yes. Want. Here's what I like. Hey, idiots! Here's this what you should like you're gonna too. Wear. <laughs> versus, well, people would appreciate these things. People really and like monstera leaves. Sure. Oh, oh my God! I have. I used to have a earring that w- was like monstera leaves, yeah. and I found someone who's selling them again, and I like. I haven't pulled the trigger because I'm like, ah, I don't. Now it's trendy. Right. So yeah. Now I, I don't want to do it. Yes. But I did used to have, yeah, this is just a all day long conversation with myself. Yes. So I thought, let's just have a big discussion and maybe I'll like solve Come some, to some of my problems. Yeah. Or not. Um, yeah. I wrote down yeah. in the title of my notes. I wrote giving the customer what they want versus being a tastemaker. Mm-hmm. That's what it, yeah. Um, that is what it is. I mean, I think it's a really interesting topic. And I think whenever we, whenever like one or the other of us is like, here's an idea that we should like talk about or something that like I saw online or somebody else was talking about, let's do an episode. The first thing I do is just like try to think of like a really, you know, distilled Mm. topic idea and then like google it and just be like what what are what are other people saying about this or what other things come Mm -hmm. up 
and I think I, I think I Googled like giving a customer what they want versus like, or no, I think I Googled um, making the product the customer wants versus the product you want to make. And like a bunch of random things came up. So there was like a bunch of like crazy things that came up about, there was too many things about like customer service that came up, mm. which was kind of weird because it was just like too many things about like giving the customer what they want. Oh, and I was sure, like, well, sure. that's not what we're No, this is about. a more metaphorical giving but them what they want. once I started going down the right tunnel, then I started finding some really interesting things about like bigger brands that mm. have done specific things that are like, you know, they do internet marketing and they do customer service feedback things and they are like, oh my God, all of our crazy angry customers are like, we want this. And then they just do what the customer wants and they make millions of dollars. Yeah. So one, the first thing I found was the thing about the all pink starbursts. This is only vaguely familiar to so me. So I think pretty recently, this might've been in the last year or two. Okay. Um, like somehow virally or something, um, like the world was just like starburst. I only like the pink starbursts and like basically hmm. starburst Mars or whoever makes starbursts was like, all right, shut up. We're making bags of starbursts that are and, and you know, individual packs of starbursts that are just the pink ones, but not the other colors. No, just pink ones. And they even, and the packaging is even, uh, it's just like, Starburst all pink. They say okay. all pink on them. There are probably a lot of examples of like some sort of social media yes. thing that, that like happened and the company product. finds out about it. Yes. Um, so there was like a bunch of examples of that kind of thing where it's like kind of like bending to the whim Ooh, of your like customers. Like the McDonald's Szechuan sauce <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> From Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it is that kind of thing. Like yeah. if, if, the the general public like makes a big enough deal about something then like bigger brands and this doesn't necessarily apply to tiny companies like ours mm -hmm. but like in a smaller way it might be able to so like if you do enough shows and like you know every third customer says something to mm -hmm. you that's the same thing like i would like this like this or yeah whatever like every single person yeah. is like oh my god if this if these were studs instead of dangly mm -hmm. or if these were yeah. earrings instead of a bracelet or what yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever it is like then you might start to be like hmm a lot of you are asking for this yeah like, that ha there has to be something to that i've definitely done stuff like that right so there's like there's kind of that realm you of asked like, and give, here it right. is yeah. like giving the customer yeah. what they want and there were several articles that got really into the human psychology part of it of like um like the the balance between letting customers see that you hear their mm -hmm. feedback and that you mm -hmm. actually do something about it versus and you're a person right yeah versus being such a pushover that like they are manipulating Oof, what yeah. you're designing and then your real customers are kind of like you're just doing the dumb shit that dumb customers want i don't want that i want I a want designer to design yeah. it yeah so you have to find that oh like magical balance between you're the fucking designer yeah. you're the one i'm paying that's exactly why i'm like both of these are kind right. of right both of them are right and so i think there's there's definitely like the idea that like in I think the bigger picture is like you are the designer mm -hmm. and I would say the majority of the time you you are the one that is dictating everything and then every once in a while 
yes, you should throw the customer a bone oh. and be like, I'm listening to you. But like when it comes to the design of stuff and the innovative things, that's where you should be the the boss. Well, but when but when it's yeah. like, oh, I really like I prefer a 16 inch necklace to an 18 inch necklace. Like, well, then fine. Yes. Listen to your customers and don't be a brute about it and be like, I really think that 16 inches better. Like you, you, you can't be such a jerk that like you're making something that that the market doesn't want. Yeah. That's yeah, just yeah. bad business. So like there's something to be said for there's elements of what you're doing probably like if I suddenly started making cards that were a size that isn't mailable <laughs> then Ooh, that would be ridiculous I never really got the whole like square card that's a postage thing yeah because it costs more it's like because the scanners at the post office um, only understand the proportions of a rectangle so the reader only under, so they have to be hand canceled if they're square because when it scans it wants to stamp outside of the proportion of the square so the postal workers actually have to hand cancel all squares which requires more postage but there was this point where like there was a huge like okay before people were really hand making cards yeah you know yeah like at the store yeah like hallmark, hallmark or whatever yeah had a line of like all square cards and they were always like the and cooler cards. But then didn't you remember? And then when I was like, Oh, but this costs more to send. But do you know now, have you seen, so if you go to places like target or Walgreens or Hallmark, do Hallmarks exist? Anymore? I don't know. A place that's like a, you know, more I mass produced card place. Yeah. And you find a card that is square. Uh -huh. They now make these envelopes that are fake square oh. envelopes so they are rectangles like the outer envelope is rectangle uh -huh. but it has a space a okay. stopper in it uh -huh. so that the square pushes in but doesn't go all the way to the end okay so the outer envelope is still rectangular okay but a square card fits in it okay i mean that makes sense except so that for you, the square envelope look cool too so though. that you pay the yeah. regular postage okay. but then the square card is still square <laughs> yay china mm. <laughs> Also, just PSA, since we're talking about it, uh -huh. everyone needs to shut the fuck up about how um, cards are expensive. Yeah. Because if you want a cheaper card, you need to buy it from an individual card person like myself, because our cards are cheaper. If you think that you're getting a cheaper card at Target, you're an idiot. They cost at least 20% more at a store like Target or Hallmark or Walgreens. I think... That's um, a fact. <laughs> And they're made in China. I feel like the cards that I get from people who are, you know, like family who buy yeah, who cards. Buy them at they, the grocery store. They buy them at <laughs> the dollar store. Well, good. Then buy them at the dollar store. Those are also made in China. So congratulations. Yeah. Go America. Well done. Yeah. Stop buying cards not from people, not from actual designers. It's gross. You're gross. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gross person. <laughs> You're gross. You should be embarrassed. You want to say it one more time? You're, gro you're gross. <laughs> okay, that's it's the name of the episode. <laughs> it's, inclu it's including my own father, who continues to sell me cards from that are like shoebox greetings, and I'm like, Dad, your daughter, yeah, is a greeting card yeah, designer. Yeah, that's pretty bad. 
I, I hate it. It like chips away at my Is soul a little bit. Do they still do the one with the old lady? Oh, I'm sure they do. I forgot. Yeah, those her Boynton name. graphic things. Those ca- that with the cartoons. Oh, she is like yeah. Her name's like Maud or something. Yeah. yeah. He does. I mean, my dad kind of notoriously sends us cards that are just like photographs of dogs. So I'm like not that mad about it because it's usually like a picture of a dog that looks like a corgi or is a corgi uh, or something. Well, okay. So like he's doing oh, okay. it on purpose. And he's yeah. like, and, he, and like, God bless him, he lives in Hilton Head. So like where there isn't like a, I mean, there's not a place where he can buy like. Maybe you should move there and open one. God, no. I would never. You couldn't pay me enough. You couldn't give me a million dollars to move to Hilton Head. Sorry, Hilton Head. Um, okay. So, I don't know how we got there. Well, so, basically, like, <clears throat> there were several things that I found. There was So, um, along with the star <laughs> or the Starburst thing, it was really cute. I just, like, screen capped it, too, because I was like, oh, look at the all-pink Starbucks. Starburst. They're really cute. I don't really eat candy and Starburst wouldn't be something I would pick. That you would eat. But if I were to pick my favorites, they Here, would be see? orange or yellow. All not pink. pink. Ugh. I don't even No, yeah. All pink. Skip the, the pinks pink are one. not my favorite, but no. apparently they are notoriously people's favorite. <sighs> Limited edition though. What flavor see, is pink? I mean it's pink it's candy, so it's not a flavor. I mean I'm sure they're like strawberry or something. Oh, cherry cherry right. or strawberry. strawberry. Well, um, the orange one is orange, and the yellow one's lemon. But yeah, it's basically like, like do what Starburst did. And it's like no, well maybe, kind of. Um, um, yeah, like maybe, what, once or twice a year, right? Um, but then there was there were two. Well, so then I'll read you the, I'll read you the Steve Jobs quote. Yeah, I'm that really I found. curious. So, um, there was a really cute, did it not send to me? Hold on. Maybe it's in my drafts. Um, sometimes shit doesn't send. You emailed it to yourself? I emailed it to myself and then it looks like it didn't send it to me. So it's probably just sitting in my, in my computer. You emailed it from yourself to yourself? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's how I do things. But I bet I could. I mean, that's how I get it. photos in between my phone I know, and my right? computer. That's because we're old people. Well, um, my, uh, that droppy thing. The Dropbox? No. Oh, the AirDrop. AirDrop? Yeah. Um, sometimes doesn't work and I'm too impatient. I can send an email faster than waiting for the AirDrop to work. It's surprising how badly the airdrop works like i literally can put my phone I just like holding i can it right literally in front like of put it, it on yeah. top of yeah. my mac mini and i'm like how is this not transferring I think it's my bad wi-fi it's wi-fi right the okay so here's the steve jobs quote okay some people say give the customers what they want but that's not my approach our job is to figure out what they're going to want before they do figure out what they're going to want and then he has several there's several like modified versions of this people don't know what they want until you show it to him so that's another quote of his well i was thinking about how um apple always comes out with these new things and it it's always got one new thing that pisses us off like the lightning thing and then getting rid of the um headphone jack Mm -hmm. um like everything 
we complain about it and then we instantly get used to it. Right. Like, oh my God, I remember buying a computer that didn't have a disk drive right. in it and I thought I'm going to have to get a, yeah. an external right. disk drive. And then drive. you were like, now nah, I'm just used to it. And then all of a sudden they don't have CD drives. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Well, so it's really interesting because it is kind of that thing. I mean, it does really depend on like what what your product is and what your or what your business is and what you're creating or what service you're offering or whatever it is because like there is part of it that's kind of like like you you don't know better than me like you're not a jewelry designer you're you're not a graphic designer you're not a card person you don't know anything about paper like you, the customer isn't going to tell me what kind of paper to print my cards on Mm. or what size cards to make like you don't know shit <laughs> like i'm gonna i decide that and you're going to you're gonna meet me over here like i'm not coming to you but then there is that like there you have to find that compromise between like there are some things that inherently have to be what they want and and need well like birthday cards thank you cards right you have to hit all the but you say standard. that and then there are card companies that don't make any of those mm. there are card companies that are insanely successful like sapling press I knew you're gonna say sapling, but they do still have birthday and thank you cards but but i guarantee you those are their least selling oh cards. yeah like i guarantee you her bread and butter is not any of her cards that say happy birthday on well, them. Well, they don't, they're like funny. Right. They're but not they're, just like standard. But they're not blatantly things about happy birthday. Like, I think so. they're literally like a hilarious thing that has nothing to do with anything. And at the bottom, it says happy birthday. Yeah. Like, that's not a birthday card. Oh, to me, that is. <laughs> like, that, that, but that's the point is like, oh, okay. she, she told you that's a mm. birthday card by oh. writing happy birthday on it. Like, that's not a birthday card. Like, she wrote some hilarious thing about how Trump's an idiot yes. and then wrote happy birthday at yeah. the bottom. And now you are a person that thinks that's a happy birthday card. Like it's genius. It's ge that's, that makes a good business owner. That makes a good designer. That makes a good card designer. Like I was thinking about it yesterday when, cause when you sent me this topic, I was wearing the, uh, my Arganum and Defiance tie dye sweatshirt that I wear all the fucking time. And I was thinking, this is a perfect example of something that, like, before I bought this sweatshirt, I wasn't like, wow, I really sh I really wish I could find a tie-dye, a naturally dyed sweatshirt that I could wear every day. Like, I didn't, I didn't need that. I didn't, I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't a consumer that would have taken a survey and been like, hey, customer, what do you really want from Argument and Defiance? Well, I sure wish I had a sweatshirt. I sure wish you would start making sweatshirts, Lydia. But guess what? She made a sweatshirt and I was like, hi, pre-order. Here's my credit card number. By the way, I wear this every day to the point where I've worn it out and I need to buy another one. Yeah, and I now I have now. two. Like I ha now I have a, now I have an outdoor have nice one. one that, I literally yeah. have a going out of the house version because the other one is unacceptable to go out of the house in because I've worn it so much. Like that's not a thing that anyone other than Lydia could have told me I needed. I didn't know I needed it. She made me need it. She told me that I needed it. Yep. She came up with it in her brain. Her brand existed previous to that. And I was like, I'm on board. Give it to mm. me. She could start making fucking overalls that were tie-dyed and be like, I probably need that. But before that existed, I didn't know I needed it. And so it's like, 
you couldn't do a market research group with a bunch of random people and have them write out 10 things that you need to buy by the end of the year and have that be one of them. No one would even know that that exists. This makes me want to like invent a new type of jewelry. Like, like so a, it's like earrings, an earring bracelets, design that necklace. didn't exist. And yeah. then something or, else. Yeah, or <laughs> just like a style. Shoulder epaulette. You know, like before the climber existed. Right. Who, yeah. So Who like came up the with that? new, like. I mean, it's like, think about, so Saval has that ring now that's like the little, mm, c- mm-hmm, the little mm-hmm. can opener thing. Like, I'm not a bartender. I don't pop c- cans ever, but yeah. I want that fucking <laughs> ring. Like, I want it. Like, I don't need that, but I will, I need, I'm going to buy it at the holiday show and I'm going to walk around and be like, who has a can I can pop open because okay. I want to show you my ring. It's just weird stuff like that where like you you want a piece of that designer's brain. Mm. Like you want them to like teach you something or like show you how cool their thought process is. And like, I think there are certain people like us that really appreciate it and can articulate it in that way. And then there are other people that like, don't know why they like it. Like there's other people, like I can walk around and be like, here's the 25 reasons like why everything I own is made by a person that I've met before and like why I bought these $500 shoes that are made by a human being. Like, and I will, and every person that talks to me about them, I'm like, here's her website. She's from Pennsylvania. It's called rooted souls. She will make, she will have you trace your feet and you will send them to her and she will make them size to your foot. And when your feet are two different sizes, it won't matter because you have custom shoes now. And you will wear them every day. And then she'll email you and be like, don't wear them every day. You will ruin the souls. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have to buy two pairs of them like I did with my argument and defiance sweatshirt. Does she um, like redo souls? Yeah. If, she, yeah. if I need them repaired, I can send them to her. Yeah. But I mean, it's I've like, had shoes that I've had the soles replaced But on. it's stuff like that where like, I, those, I mean, those shoes are a perfect example. Like she was at the one of a kind show and I saw them on the list and I was like, I'm going to go look at those shoes. Like I don't even like, but I wouldn't have been like, I really need a pair of leather lace up shoes. Like I've never owned a pair of shoes like that. I've never bought any shoes that are like that before. But then I went there and I was like, I love what this lady's doing. I love her viewpoint. I love how she's making these. I stood there and talked to her for half an hour. I tried some shoes on and I was like, I'm sold. Let's do this. Like, these are amazing. And now they're like my favorite shoes. And now she's making sandals. I want to buy those. Mm. She's making these hand painted versions of my shoe. I want a pair of those. <laughs> um, now I'm thinking about like how you can um, use your like point of view or, you know, like your um, position as a tastemaker as what, um, as your thing that fascinates your customer because I'm still hooked on the fascinate thing I think about it every day yeah um which probably means I should like give money to the person who um came up with that like ways to fascinate thing yeah instead of being so stingy um (laughs) we could maybe use podcast money to buy some of her courses because I feel like it was um 
pretty legitimate. Like, yeah. remember we had the quizzes that told us what mm-hmm. our way to fascinate was? Yeah. And I think mine was something about, like, being mysterious or something. Yeah, mine something was like not that. being mysterious. Um, mine was, like, being loud. And I'm like, cool. That actually, like, that that works for me, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, wait. I was, I lost it. Something about. Oh, okay. Here's what I was going to say. I think we can all um, just in our heads without naming names, think <laughs> about people who are like in our same business yeah. or other businesses where they've, they're just hitting all of the trends, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and that might work short term, I think. Yeah. But, um, I, I just I try to imagine being a buyer for a store and looking at a line that looks like that. Yeah. And wondering like if that's appealing at all. Like right. someone who's just hitting like it, they're all over your AOTP. AOTP all um, over the place. Um, well, right, because or it doesn't want feel someone genuine. who like they're going to buy their line and it's going to look nice together. Yeah. Um, like if that's better long term, you yeah. know, I mean, and that's short term, I think that's you know, the thing is you like, your there are going to be stores that want the safe buy where mm-hmm. they're like this. I, I can, the ca- safe I can buy count can, on that yeah. because I know my customers will buy it. It's trendy. Yeah. And like, that's the thing about stores too, is like, there's going to be retail buyers that are going to reinforce the kind of generic, not out of the box, safe. I'm just following trends. I'm doing what customers want me to do. People like those, those businesses are always going to exist because stores are going to buy from them and customers Mm -hmm. are going to buy from them. But it's the people who like go out of the box and are like, I'm just doing what is me. And like, they have to kind of hope that there's also retail buyers and also customers that are like this is amazing and different and weird I'm on board and they follow them along the way and push through and then those people become trendsetters and become the now trendy thing so like the thing when you were talking just now the the company that comes to mind is Moglia like that it like that company started I remember look I remember getting her wholesale catalog when she had first started to buy stuff for Orange Beautiful. So it must have been 2010, 2009, 2010. So she's maybe not even been around for 10 years, maybe 10, maybe a little over 10 years. Okay. And I remember like, even then when she wasn't fully formed as what her designs are now, where it's all very like painterly and collage and like she does that kind of like paints a big a big sheet and yeah. then cuts it down and foil stamps it from a larger sheet so all the pieces are different. And she has like home goods now and a full stationary line and pro- you know desk accessories and she had like several different kinds of things. But even then I was like this lady's doing something different mm-hmm. than other people. Like it was very out of the box. She had like dip dyed things. She had all these elements that were not mass produced i know i can't imagine like that she's still yeah doing she's that. and she's still 10 years in like even with giant national stationery show orders and and reps and in stores across the country and she has home good products in west elm and like she still has human beings like 
hand painting individual elements onto individual mm-hmm. pieces and running things through a press and each piece is different and and you're like yeah because that's what has to happen for these to look the way they look and then people are just replicating that like people like there are tons of companies now that are trying so hard to look like what she has created but 10 years ago everybody was like what the hell is this like this looks insane like this is totally different than every everybody else is like vector graphics and everything was computerized and everything was perfect and symmetrical and you know and then she was like i'm throwing paint at shit and and now she's the trend that everyone's trying to replicate. And it's, it's like, that's kind of what happens. Like, Snow, I mean, Snow and Graham did the same thing. Like, Snow and Graham started in the late 90s and was, like, the only, like, one of the only companies that was like, hey, guess what, everybody? Letterpress is a thing. And we're going to letterpress everything. And people were like, whoa, what's letterpress? This is crazy. Like, so expensive and fancy. And then, guess what? Everyone is letterpressing everything now. And it's like, now her stuff looks like her her original lines of things and her style looks generic and copied, but she's the original. Like, I like lo- her new collection, the like jazz collection oh, that came yeah. out. I loved every single one. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need cards, but I want these cards. But it's so funny because now, I mean, she's 20 years in and yeah. has to like completely reinvent everything she's doing because if she keeps doing her kind of original style of things people are going to be like you're copying this person and this person and this person and she could raise her hand and be like, like they're copying me yeah or like <laughs> freaking rifle paper yes. yeah like i like i don't know what she's doing now because i'm not following yeah. but um I hope she's doing something different because it's too, it's so copied. Yeah. It's so it's, ubiquitous that's now. The, that's yeah. gotta be the worst. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's another example of like, she was just doing, I mean, she did like a portrait for like her, I think her own wedding invitation okay. or maybe someone else's wedding invitation that was like a painterly thing with flowers mm-hmm. and like little cute little people. And she was doing that as custom for people for wedding invitations. And then like, she was like, oh, I'll just do a card line. And like it blew up so big and like everyone just started copying her. Yeah. And and now it's like it's on everything. There are like fabrics. There are literally like 20 yeah. other card companies that are that you it's hard to look like unless you're really have a sharp eye. Like I can look at things and go, that's a rifle rock knockoff mm-hmm. and that's rifle. Yeah, yeah. But most people the general public is just like I like flowers that are hand painted and like don't see the difference but it's such an interesting idea to be like how do you yeah how do how do you like give people what they want knowing that there are there are tons of people just giving people what they want like if you are a stationary company and you start doing stuff and you're like I'm kind of talented at painting or I'm kind of talented at graphic design and you're like well everybody seems to want snow and gram or rifle paper or moglia like i'll just do that like if it's that easy then yeah what's to deter you from just giving customers what they want instead of what you want instead of your point of view when the risk is so much higher yeah when you could just take the safe route and be like well stores are buying that because here it is here's someone already buying that and i could just make that and yes i'm copying but what if you just made what you wanted right. and customers are like, I've never seen this before. This is amazing. 
I think something that I'm current while well, I'm dealing with a lot of like decision making issues. Um, uh, what I'm dealing with is uh, the triangle design stuff. Yeah. Because I've been doing it for so long that I don't know if I didn't like wasn't aware of the trend or whatever because yeah. it was like social media was still not yeah not really big of a fully formed thing yeah. when I had started like when I started working with like geometric stuff I don't think I had I or I just got Instagram so you know I got like one like on everything yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I wasn't really aware of what was happening. And like when you start with like hexagons and squares and circles, triangles, an obvious shape to go to. And then, um, you know, it's been eight years of the triangle for me. And I feel like that's over. Like it's been over. Yeah. But I wonder, do I hang on to it because other people abandoned it right well you just go through the hump do i keep going yeah with it because i like it yeah or do i dump it like everybody yeah. else did yeah and i just don't know like i'm constantly battling it out between but i made this and i like this so if i keep pushing it if i keep pushing this thing people are eventually going to want it yeah because i like it yeah or are they looking and being like, ugh, triangles? I mean, I think so. Over. I think some people are thinking that, and yeah. some people are like, oh my god, I love this. Like, I think that's the problem is that like, I have stuff that I feel exactly the same way about. Like, I I think having just had the like 15 year anniversary of stuff and like writing out that timeline, like making those timeline signs for the party, I got really, I got both like. A couple of people asked me about it at the party where they were like, oh, my God, are you so proud of yourself? And, blah, you know, and I was just like, I don't know if proud would be the right word. I was like, I'm kind of like feel exhausted by it all. Like <laughs> I said, I kind of feel like very outside of my body yeah. about it. Like, I don't feel like it's me. I felt like when I was writing all of these things, I felt like that's another person that I was writing. Like I was writing an article about someone else. You should have them like... um bound together i'm going to have i'm going to do a thing for the website so that they're online Mm -hmm. but i do want to do i've been talking to josh about doing like a monograph thing that has like that's like a printed bound Mm -hmm. thing that's Mm -hmm. got like pictures of my work and like Mm. the timeline and stuff like that but like that's a whole that's a whole other project but i like in writing all those things out and realizing that like some of the designs that i still sell today are things that I designed 15 years ago. And like, just because that's a, f- just because that's a fact that I know doesn't make those designs less good. And just because I have emotional attachment to them or I have like disappointments about them or feelings about them or like pride in them or successes attached to them doesn't mean anything like that it doesn't doesn't change the inherent value in that design so like the u rock card for example is like one of the first designs i ever printed and yet it is still to this day 15 years later 
one of the most popular things that I sell. Like it still is like if, if I went through and like made a list of like what is the most money making product of all time of Orange for Orange Beautiful, it's gonna be in the top five. And for it being a card that like is worth no money <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, like that's pretty that's pretty good. But I'm also like, isn't that kind of sad? Like some dumb thing that I designed in like 10 minutes, 15 years ago is still a thing that's like I'm reprinting and like it's sitting on a shelf and like I kind of look at and I'm like, meh, Mm. right? Like just because I have, but then I'm like, but just because I have feelings about it, like does that take away from the fact that like people still see it at shows and are like this is great do you have this in a six pack can i buy more of these can i buy these in bulk like no because it's still a good design it still exists as a thing and it's it's okay if i hate it it's okay if i love it it's okay if i decide to chuck it it doesn't ultimately doesn't matter like it doesn't make me wait is it okay if you decide to chuck it yeah if it's your one of your best well right so yes so business wise because that's like kind of like my molecule necklace i do not want it in there i hate how it looks with everything i think i think that's a good point so i think only if it disrupts everything else should you get rid of it so like in the case of my cards if I were to discontinue everything else that comes from that same line of cards mm-hmm. and the U rock card was somehow the only card that existed from that original line and it was just sitting there like a little lump with all of these new cards that mm-hmm. don't look anything like it, yes, get rid of it. Because that seems like... I have like one other thing like that it doesn't, kind of goes It makes no sense. It seems crazy. If I were to keep... Oh, sh- if I were to keep like some like smaller collection, like some kind of original, you know, like retro collection or mm. something, you know, and it was like six cards or 12 cards or whatever. I don't know if I was, if I was meant to keep some sort of like older set of cards together. And that was the point of those cards. And there was some sort of story behind it. And that was like part of the marketing then yeah, keep it. And that's why they're there, okay, right? Well, see, now I just um, kind of... And, like, of, same for I you. I might have solved one of my problems. Like, if you were to say, like, this is the blank collection, and you named it something clever, and you had a little backstory about it, and there were, like, six pieces in it or four pieces in it, and they're, they're specifically, like, these pieces are from my original line, or these are my top sellers from all time, and, like, I can't bear to let them go, and y- you're lucky because you get to keep blah, 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 whatever, right? Like, let people in on the little secret. Like it's like the dumb starburst. Like we're gonna we're j- we're letting you. We did this just for you. Like, um, and it's kind of like letting. It's me giving a gift to those customers that keep liking that card and keep buying it and like it a lot, and it doesn't make me feel like I've abandoned something that is potentially a money maker. But it also makes me feel like I'm not just sitting there on like old product. And, and it also, like, potentially might make it, like, sell even better. Do you post photos of it still regularly? Not like, regularly, but every once in a while see, I do. Um, and I always talk about how it's, like, okay. an original card. And, like, and I like even the most recent post I did about it, which was probably from earlier this year, I wrote, like, the story of, how, like, 
how why I made the card in the first place, which me was about me getting locked out of my apartment, and I made it like digitally to give to the girl that let me mm. in her apartment and let me call the locksmith. And so there's stuff like that where I'm like, you know, this is an interesting story and it's a cute card from, and it shows how long my business has been around and it shows that I've been doing this forever and that I'm not just some random person that's been doing this for a year. Like this gives my, you know, it gives my business cred and it get, you know, and it, and when you buy this card, you're, you're not buying some like throwaway thing I designed to fill a space in my line, you're buying a thing that I've been designed, that I've been reprinting for years and years and years. That's like obviously very popular or whatever. Like, I think there's some stuff like that, that I feel like if I have an attachment to it, good or bad, like if it, like there's certain stuff where it's like, if it's making you money, I know. Well, that like, this is the problem. Like maybe get over yourself a little bit and be like, how can I, how can I make it, both make me money and not piss me off every time I look at it. Right? Like, well, is there a I way that I can have both? Um, so like it's the molecule necklace. That's the problem. Um, uh, it sells well at my consignment stores, Yeah. but wholesale customers don't buy it. Cause it, it doesn't look like, yeah, it doesn't know? go with everything yeah. else. And yeah. I don't sell, you sell it at shows. I stopped bringing them yeah. at shows. Do people ask for it at shows? No, I, I'm trying to think if I brought the, I think I've only done like two seasons, like last holiday in the spring of shows without the molecule necklace and no one Do people for wear it. it at shows and they're like, I'm wearing a molecule necklace. They used to a lot. Um, <laughs> well, like so I could maybe still give it to my fading out a little consignment bit. stores. Yeah. Um, because somehow they're still selling it. Like I get, you know, they well, specifically maybe. email me and be like, we're out of molecules. Um, and it's like, really? How? Um, <laughs> I could just like take it. it off of um, my line sheets and take it off of what my website. What if you made something that in your mind kind of specifically replaces it? Uh, I tried to do that with the... And it didn't work. Yeah. There's a... No, I mean, like, I think I hate that now, too. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> um, something I have to do for uh, next year, though, is to make like a new line of $36 necklaces. Because I had a oh, few yeah. designs that I just ran out of and can't make anymore. Yeah. And I feel like it's a problem that I don't have a good core collection of that $36 necklace. Yeah, where people are anymore. like, I want, give me that. But it's so hard to do. Yeah. Like to find things that cost the right amount that I can retail it at 36. It's very hard. Hmm. Um, so that's like one of my big goals. Um, I'm going to consider doing exactly what I just did. Um, or what I just said, the molecule, um, uh, getting rid of it on my line sheets. Cause it does make me feel. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that like icky. you, you think, it's weird because we do get in our own heads about our own products. Like you think that people will be devastated or you think that people will not care. And then like you go and change something and, and then that's when, you know, like there was a lot of stuff when I was looking for articles or information, there was a lot of things about like, like having a regular 
ask your cut like a regular Mm. system of asking your customers what they want and what they like which to me is like it reading that kind of made me immediately feel uncomfortable (laughs) like I was immediately like oh god yeah right like because I my initial thought was like I don't want to know what they like I don't I don't want to hear about like everybody's dumb because I feel like I get that at shows and I'm always like, shut up. I don't want to hear about like what you think my cards should say because it's usually want to know if I've asked. Sometimes (laughs) people say things when I didn't ask and it's like, I didn't ask. Well, right. At shows, it's always when they didn't ask when you didn't ask. If I asked, then yes, please answer. So I think that (laughs) what these articles are saying is like, have a regular system of like, you know, twice a year do a customer survey like Mm. have even if it's super short even if it's like three questions or even if it's like in your instagram stories and like you do that with specific product yes and those are both like i made both of these right like this isn't a free fall but i think it's this or that it could be more generic things like like if you had your choice like would you would you prefer a card that's like this or a card that's like this or like if you like i don't ever do that like i don't ever Mm. post things that are like hey if i made card sample like i mean i guess i do every once in a while but like if i made card samplers like would you like them to have these kind of cards or these kind of cards or like if i made a you know a discount like that had this would you buy these or these or like just kind of like getting people's making it a fun interactive thing where you're just kind of regularly getting input where you're kind of making it like a fun, you know, interactive, I care about your opinion thing. But in reality, business wise, like you're, you're getting important information. Like you're going, Whoa, that's really interesting that like 90% of these people said something that I didn't think they were going to say. And then you might actually learn something right and maybe it's valuable that you narrowed it down right you know and it it also could be like it could also just be confirming like a feeling that you had like if you like if you are asking a question to the customers and they say something and you're like nope still gonna do it this way like i do that sometimes right it could be a way to just validate that you're like nope i'm strong in my conviction to do this and even having a bunch of customers tell me the opposite it made me realize that no i'm still going to do it this way and and that's important too like it's important to be like oh wow that's interesting even after being told the opposite Mm -hmm. by a bunch of potentially paying customers i'm still like nope i know better i'm doing it this way it should be made with this material sorry glad i glad I asked don't care but like you don't need to tell them that like you went with the opposite choice like they'll find out later when you launch the product and they won't remember they won't remember remember that you did a survey that had 100% said the opposite thing yeah so it's just it's kind of like a thing where and then you know they're they're like make it a fun thing where you're like you do a survey and like they get a discount because they've finished it and blah 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 blah, right like make it a fun thing well also like um like any sort of little participation from your customer is like one more way that they're like dedicated. They've yes. taken one more. They're invested. Step. Like it's one more interaction. Yeah. What, you know, um, I was just thinking about how I did the thing I do every year where I'm like, should I make more things in silver? And a bunch no. of people say yes. And then I release things and they don't sell and I have to discontinue them every year. Don't make things and every year, everyone's like, yes, 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 more silver. And no. I want to say, 
but you're not going to buy it because yeah. I know you're not going to buy it because you never do because I've been doing this no, for that almost never, 15 I mean, years. that never happens. Like whenever you do that. Like I had to discontinue the silver threaders recently. I feel like everybody does that. I feel, I feel like we all do that. Like we go to shows and we hear a bunch of things or like we ask the opinion about something and we're like, oh my gosh, you all want this? And then we do it mm-hmm. and then nobody cares. Like yeah. it's crickets. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, so what What happened to all you people that mm-hmm. said you were going to buy this? Which is why you just do pre-orders. Sure. And then you make stuff. <laughs> you don't You don't go buy an Instagram survey and you don't go buy a bunch of people telling you something random at shows. You literally just go like, we're doing a pre-order for this. And if and when this many people order it, then I will make them. And if the pre-order doesn't fill by this date, then you all get your money back. And then you can write an article like 36 You can write an article about 36 t-shirts about how (laughs) disappointed you are and how you're not relevant. Maybe 30, one of 36 t-shirts is friends with Carolyn Calloway. Oh, they should be. They could team up. They could team up. They would be so, they would either be best friends. Wait, how does Carolyn Calloway not have a podcast? Maybe she does. I think it's probably a similar thing to why when she does workshops, they don't happen. Well, that one happened. Yeah, kind of. I'm going to get a t-shirt that's a scammer on it. (laughs) I don't know where it, ironically. I thought that if there was an opportunity for me to have a Halloween costume, Mm. that that's what I would do. I would just put a white t-shirt. I would just have scammer on a white t-shirt. Then you'd spend all night explaining who you are. That's fine. I would just be, I would just walk around telling people to Google it <laughs> or I would just make up little cards that said, um, Google one woman fire festival <laughs> and then I would just hand those to people. That would be really great. Um, I'd have to get a wig though. I have to wear a wig. I guess so. Oh, and I, I could carry around a Yale plate. I, feel I could like get Josh and, or I could get a. Brett and Ingrid to get me a Yale plate. She would be a really good costume just because I feel like she never looks the same in any photo. Like That's right. I can't actually figure yeah, out what, what she, she looks, looks like. like. Yeah. I don't know why that is or what that is. I think she just looks maybe like it's a, a girl. Maybe several people play her. Oh, <laughs> she's not a real person. Yeah. She's not actually a person. She's an avatar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I need, we both probably need to, after this, go through all of our... Get rid of all of our products. I, yeah. <laughs> I'll start designing jewelry. You start designing cards. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> that would be a good And we'll see good how idea. That would be amazing. Would be terrible. That would be the best internet, like that would blow up on the internet real fast. Be like, these two podcasters switch jobs. And then we just do it and we just commit to it. We just fully commit to it. Oh, it'd be so bad. We'd both be so bad. (laughs) It would be really embarrassing. But if we just committed to it and just kept doing it, just like ran both of our businesses into the ground. Oh my God. Um, I feel like the next topic needs to be like what you do after, you know, after 15, 20 years of running a business, like how, how the hell you just keep going. Because I... Are you asking me to answer that? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it just needs to be the next topic. And maybe that's what we get Jen. We get Jen to be on, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
it's a hard question. I did. So the, the other day, so after we got back from Saga Tech and I was thinking about like quitting my job at Roner and being like, how am I back in this position again? And like thinking about like, how, how do we get in this space where like, I've just had this party where I am like celebrating mm-hmm being in business for 15 years and how like everyone has this kind of perception of me and like perception of my business and then like also paired with show of hands and like how people perceive that and then I realized like if I am going to kind of like rebrand a little bit and like push Orange Beautiful forward forward for 2020 Mm -hmm. that like how interesting is that going to be because like I've I'm in this very awkward position of like people now don't hire me to do things because I'm too busy. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally I I have like I have successed myself out of being successful. Like like it's such an awkward position to be in where like my reputation being as good as it is is actually punishing me. Well, where like I'm probably too expensive and I'm probably oh, yeah, yeah. I'm probably too busy. Well, I feel and I don't like have the time for that. The solution to that is putting something on your website right. about so, hey, I'm take custom orders. So that's the thing is like I have to be so fully transparent with like yeah. kind of shoving it down people's throats like this is what I'm available for. Yeah. This is how much it costs. This is how much you're going to pay me. This is how you're going to pay me. This is when you're going to pay me. This is the kind of work you're going to get. This is when you're going to get work. This is what, like, it's well, going to have to be so. you currently don't have any. No, Do you have like, anything? well, cause once I switched to the Shopify mm. site, yeah, like I don't have, terrible, so. yeah. So like, I don't have a custom portfolio up at all. So like, even if, even if somebody wanted to be like, wonder what kind of custom work she does, like there's not even really the opportunity to even look at that. So like, I just had, I was like, I just have to like kind of start over yeah, and be like, and I basically was like, I kind of want to just treat it like I'm in, this is a new company. Like it's year one, this is 2004 and I'm Orange Beautiful. And what did I do when I started Orange Beautiful? I designed a product line and I launched it and I ma- built a website from scratch and I built, I had a custom portfolio and I put a price list on my custom, on my website and I had a contact form and I had a line sheet and I had a lookbook and I had meetings with people all the time and like I would have 20 meetings and I'd get two clients out of it. Like that's, um, that's what I'm going to do. So like 2020 is going to be 2004, like all over again. And I'm like, that's what I'm gonna have to do to not to not be like, who's this lady? Oh, she's been around forever. Oh, okay, cool, whatever, boring. Like, I'm just gonna be like, hi, I'm 24 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I really like letters. That's funny because I just bought an iPad. My 2020 <laughs> plans, because 2020 will be my 15th year. Mm-hmm. Um the like whole theme for the year is like throwback designs and there's going to be an entire throwback collection boom but then every month uh old design is getting re-released um for the flash sale i have those picked out although it'll probably change because you know it'll be hard 
to stick to the schedule I made. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just like constantly dragging things out of the vault. Yeah. I mean, I just did that this week as a test and it worked pretty well. Yeah. So, um, uh, like end of this year, beginning of next year, I'm dragging all of the stuff out of my studio. That's just like piled up under things Hidden. and in boxes and looking at it and seeing what I still like and what can still be used. Um, so I'm actually really excited for it. I've been dragging stuff out already cause I can't stand yeah. like waiting. Yeah. So. That's what I want to do. I just want to like empty out the entire basement and throw a bunch of shit away and like redesign stuff and then like make little mini collections out of old stuff. Mm. Be like, here's some old stuff. I have so much stuff yeah. like just sitting and then just there. I kind of want to do like a liquidate, like a winter liquidation sale thing. I do that every year where I'm just like, and maybe, I don't know where I'll, maybe I'll get a couple other makers and we'll like find a place to host it at or whatever and be like, Oh, liquidate our shit and do it in like January, February. I always do it online, but no, do real. I want to do it like Menard style where you're like, here's a bag, fill this bag for $10. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'd be like, that. here's a tiny little pouch. <laughs> <laughs> fill this bag for a hundred dollars. Hold out your hand. hundred dollars. <laughs> no, mine's going to be like, put this, put, <laughs> fill this bag on this postal scale. And when it hits a pound, give me $5. <laughs> um, Please take this. Oh, damn do you it. want greeting cards? If you like greeting cards, I just please take all these greeting cards. Thoughts. Um, oh, right. So I've been designing next year's collections for the last couple months. And, um, and yes, I'm planning for 2020 while also keeping lots of backup plans. <laughs> <laughs> like constantly coming up with backup plans because who knows? Like, Honestly, like if things are this bad now, I can't imagine January, February, March are going to be oh yeah, any be better. Um, even though last year they were great, I just don't think I can expect things to turn around in January. Um, Who knows? So, but I'm just, you know, I'm planning for it because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> um, but like as I'm looking for materials because my focus of next year is like vintage stuff, which is how this whole thing started. Yeah. Just like refocus on vintage stuff and realizing that when I do that, that's where my tendency for things to look all over the place comes from. Right. Because it's just it's the nature things of I like yeah. that happen to be vintage. There's not, as strong of a connection between the pieces as they are with the things that I've designed myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And worrying about things getting screwed up because of that, like looking really inconsistent. Yeah. So this, it's just, this is a constant daily struggle between like, I love this. I want this. I want to make this. And, but that doesn't go with anything. You have to let it go. You know, it's, I mean, it is hard to like, like tr the whole, like trust your gut and like, you're the one that's designed all of the previous shit. My gut you've likes made. a lot of things. And <laughs> right. I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I design 
stuff and I like I design stuff for clients and I'll design a line of things that does really well and then I'll design a line of things that doesn't do so well and I'll design I'll have a card that like I literally like fart out in 20 minutes that like is a top seller and then I'll have some cards that like I gruel over that I love more than anything and then I'm like no one will no one ever buys this it just Mm. sits here and I hate that no one ever looks at it and it's like as much as I'm like confident as a designer there are those times where you're like I want to just do what I want but then in the back of your mind you're like well but what if this is one of those things where like this is great and I'm super excited about it and it's fantastic and no one cares and I miss the mark and that means no money or what if like I hit the nail on the head and it's great like keep going and like you n- it's literally a crapshoot like you never know mm-hmm. what you're gonna get like you throw a bunch of shit at the wall and you hope that it goes well and like you like sometimes I go okay well these things did really well so like if I keep doing that if I just keep replicating the same thing mm-hmm. but then I know for sure I have perfect examples of things where I went completely off the wall and did something totally different than I've ever done and it does am- it does great then it's like, well, that just proved that theory wrong. I did something new and different and everybody loved that instead. So it's like, I've now decided that like, I'm too old and I'm too tired to, to care. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm just gonna, at the end of the day, when I look at the stuff I've designed and I'm real depressed about the things that I'm like, that I like settled for, where I'm like, oh, I made that because I felt pressured to make it. Mm. Like, I made that shitty birthday card because I felt like I had to make more birthday cards. And I hate it. And I hate that it sells well. Like, I would rather make a bunch of crazy shit that I love, that I think is awesome, and have and maybe have the risk of it not doing so great. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at a point yeah, where I'm like, I don't care. this many years yeah. for to get to that place. Right. I mean, I'm sure some people and I also, can do it without. I also feel confident that yeah. like I can do both things. Like I know for a fact that like, and it, and yes, it's very different with card designs. Like I can send in a lot. I can send in 25 card designs to my printer next week and have 10 of them be the things that I worked really hard on that are amazing that I, you know, spent tons of time on and the other the other half of them can be things that I'm like, these are just cute things that say happy birthday. And I spent a couple hours laying them out. Cause I know I need more birthday cards Yeah, and that's fine. And I can print them and it's not, it doesn't kill me to do that and throw them on the line with the rest of it and like throw them in the line with everything else, add them to the catalog, same packaging, same envelope, same cello sleeves. doesn't matter to me. I wish I could do that. Right. Like there's, there's a difference there where like I can throw some shit at the wall that, I didn't invest time and materials into in any different way. Might as well, you know, throw some generic things in there. And if one of, you know, if I print a hundred of it and they sell out really fast, well then cool. I figured that one out. That's great that that's sold. And then you can reorder more though. And then See, I can order whenever 500 I more. do that, it's always something I can't get right. more of. Yeah. And then I'm having to say over and over again, I can't get more of this thing. (laughs) That's also part of the value of what you're doing. Like you can inherently charge more money for the things that you're making because of that fact. Yeah. Like like people don't, 
they're so confused by it. Like, yeah. but but people want this, and it's making you money. Can't you just have someone manufacture it? It's like that's not how I do shit. I don't think people think about maybe, it. Maybe, but hard I'm as not that. going to. Like, I don't think people are smart as smart as you think they are. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> like I've gotten messages, you know, like. Yeah. Can't you do but this? But that's just and selfish like, people no. being stupid. That's those are the same assholes that send me a message that's like, why can't you put my mom's name on this card for four dollars? And you're like, you're an idiot. Don't email me ever again. Um <laughs> one last um thing to tie into this topic is um okay. Uh I think last month was when Trader Joe's debuted their like fall stuff, which is like mostly pumpkin, pumpkin spice shit. everything. Yeah. And I, the first time I went, I was like, all the pumpkin stuff's here. And I ran through and I grabbed <laughs> all the pumpkin things. Um, and the whole time, all I could think was, I need a pumpkin thing. You know, like not pumpkin, not jewelry, actually pumpkin, but like I a need a thing that's like yes, that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I and I'm still like battling between like I need to find my pumpkin thing and also like no like fuck the pumpkin thing <laughs> like just make just make your thing just make, make stuff. my own thing right but I want a pumpkin thing so badly a thing that has like the cachet of that right like yeah, a thing that the once that a year yeah. like everybody's not waiting for I've it I've been brainstorming like I feel like it would be dumb if I like released a like certain color stone or type of stone just once a year. Why wouldn't I just have it available all year? Stones right, aren't yeah. seasonal like pumpkins. I feel like for me it's it's always a calendar. For card okay. for card there people you go. it's a calendar. Calendar. Yeah. I can't like there's jewelry isn't really seasonal that way. Yeah. Um yeah, but you're that's your asking for something and i think the rest of us are all like shut the fuck up jewelry lady like oh you yeah, yeah, you yeah. live in you a have, world yeah, you yeah. live in a magical world where everybody wants your shit it, all the time for no reason it does N- everybody feel i have that to way, but i have to beg and plead and convince people to buy a card i have to explain to people what a card is and people come to your booth and they're like i'm just gonna buy four pairs of earrings for myself i don't know why i deserve a treat Except, um, <laughs> jewelry is also the most oversaturated. And people come to my booth and they're like, I'm just going to take a picture of this card and send it to my mom. Cause it's funny. Bye. <laughs> no, I'm not tagging you. I'm just sending it to my mom in a text. Yeah. I just took $5 from your bank account. Goodbye. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's hard though, because there's constantly new jewelry lines and, and they're all terrible. No, I've seen they're them. Gr- like, I don't feel that way. Like, I actually, I was scrolling through some fair again. T- some of them are terrible. Scrolling <laughs> through fair <laughs> to see how many people were offering deals because you can offer free shipping and mm-hmm. dollar off and percentage off now. Yeah. Um, and I was just curious to see how many people were doing them. Um, and I was looking through the jewelry and I'm like, there is a lot of good jewelry though. Like a lot, like real, like stuff that I was excited to see. Yeah. Um, there's just so much competition. Yeah. Um, for jewelry, so much. And if you're not new, 
like yeah it's hard i mean i feel like that's true of every all businesses like if you're not new it's hard to feel like how do i i always wish that i had like relevant. a something that got used up you know like that's what yes. i sold was something that yeah something that you needed to get your, more of you have to re-up yeah, your one customer has to keep mm-hmm. buying things yeah um that and pumpkin things, <laughs> flavored things. What's my pumpkin thing? I want a pumpkin thing. God damn it. You're weird. I just, I get real excited about uh, pumpkin things. <laughs> Although, I'll throw this out there. I've never had a pumpkin spice latte. Just doesn't sound <laughs> good to me. It sounds too sweet. It sounds like. Depends on where you get it from. Okay. I mean, don't. I won't say what I'm gonna, what I would say normally, because okay. I'm sure everyone's tired of me talking about Starbucks. Sure. Um, I want like, but like if you get a real one, like a good one made by a real barista at a real coffee shop. I don't like um, they're good sweet coffee drink yeah. things. Yeah. Um, I mean I've had them made where like the place like makes its own. I guess so. Syrup or what you know, yeah. like makes its own flavor. And it's really good. I'm super hooked on my um. But yeah, if you don't like golden milk latte from oh, Tippecanoe, yeah. that I've been drinking a cup at night, and I got myself a milk frother with my birthday oh. gift card, <laughs> so I make my little frothy golden milk latte, and I sleep like a fucking baby. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I just ordered his matcha one for to have in the morning. So I'm excited You're for that. Addicted. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna, he'll be at the I know he weekend. is, and I was oh, he is mm-hmm. at this? I thought you were going to mm-hmm. say show of hands. No. I'm like, I can't wait for show of hands. I mm-hmm. had to put mm-hmm. in an order. You can go this weekend to your favorite alien market, if you want. Alien market? That's what I'm going to call it. It's like a bizarro world. Bizarro show of hands. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, um, let's see. What do we want people to email us about in general yeah um like topic ideas oh shit oh yeah so we're gonna record like a marathon day um not next week but the week after we're gonna we record can't keep doing this like every week <laughs> for the holidays <laughs> no we usually leading up to the holidays we'll do like a marathon day where we record like five episodes yeah so that we have them all stocked up for the leading into show of hands and december craziness uh-huh. um but yeah, we'll we'll need some topic ideas. And then we're also heading into what will be our 100th episode, which will happen in January. We have an idea for um, it. And we have an idea for a special guest. Mm-hmm. So, But if anybody has any topic ideas that they've been wanting us to either revisit, like things we've talked about in the past, or if you've got like something that's specific to your company or like you have a question that you want us to like brainstorm help on. Oh yeah. We could do um, that. Like, um, without you. In yeah. The, in yeah. The you don't have to be here. We don't need, we'd probably just talk the whole time anyway. Yeah. Cause we're just going to be like in our pajamas on Emily's couch That's all right. day. And yeah. Deal bark part of the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything, usually we do end up having these episodes heading into the holidays. They tend to be about like, shows and product ideas and holiday sales They're, and stuff yeah. like that but you don't have to limit yourself to that kind of thing um it could be about really anything mm-hmm. so if there's anything that's been on your mind or um 
something we've talked about in the Facebook group that you want to get into more detail about. Um, I'll probably put a call out for a drunk business advice. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. We could so end on that because then if people write in something, well, we're getting. We're, we're, yeah. we're definitely going to do a drunk business advice. Yeah, we like doing that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll want some suggestions because we'll we'll probably come up with a couple of topic ideas for on our own but yeah. we always want input from you guys yeah and we'll we'll give you a shout out and um or if you want to remain anonymous that's also obviously an option mm-hmm. um yeah this one's nice and long oh nice and long nice and long and we're we need to we be have to done go now. we have we to be done now we had a cutoff point yep. we're doing better we're doing better. i think um between when we started this we've uh and now <laughs> we've gotten we're trying uh better about it was interesting today because the schools are on strike so there was like way more people people here here. than normal normally we're the only people in here with like a couple random people on laptops but there was like a bunch of people in here today Uh so it was a little distracting (laughs) but fine um yeah so i think we'll yeah we'll have some holiday episodes stocked up for november december and then um We'll have put up the Saga Tuck ep- episode on the Patreon. Oh, right. So um, if anyone, but if you're aware that we did that, I think so. We'll have announced it's, it's it at some point, I'm sure. Um, it'll be on Patreon, not on our not regular, regular thing. But yeah, yeah if you want to support our Patreon, there's a, good, there's a huge amount of bonus material on there now. I think yeah. there's like got to be 20 episodes on there now. Um, And it wasn't the the saga talk episode wasn't like a topic it was um <laughs> us all answering these like kind of cheesy get to know you questions yeah so it was me and michelle and then sarah from bonnie um and julie from long dog dandy on our saga talk summit and it was just questions us. yeah it was we had to answer it was insane so if you want to know more about us like personally yeah, it's entertaining, yeah. to say the least. But yeah, and then there's a bunch of tiny rants on there, obviously, that are always available to... Uh, I think they're still available to just, like, dollar-tiered I think it is, yeah. tiered people because we never we, changed it you back. You know what? When we changed that, I'm like, we're never going to remember never changing this back. back. So, you know, we might decide to change it back real soon. So, so yeah. go take advantage of it now. Subscribe for a dollar and get access to all the shit because we could... We can All change of a sudden, any time. Yeah, you never know. Jerks. Is that a good strategy? <laughs> yeah, to threaten people. I think so. You it's never good. know when it's going to end. We may decide that we don't care you about have to do it what now. our customers want. Should I do that for my holiday sale? <laughs> like, you don't know when it's going to end. <laughs> I could end it. I may quit my job <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> no jewelry for you. I think that's good. Just intimidate your customers, make them feel scared and angry. I mean, it, it. If other things aren't working, that seems fine. I'm gonna try that. I tr- I've been going with the like, just generally ignore my customers, and then so later. How's that work? <laughs> and then and then later, just be like, wonder why no one's buying anything. Mm. Right? Doesn't that seem like a good business strategy? <laughs> Is it working for you? No. Okay. Not working <laughs> at all. It's terrible. It's going. It's going terribly. That's why I got a 2020 baby. (laughs) (laughs) The year of I'm scared of starting over. 
Yeah. More than be. I've been scared of any other year. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It's going to be a shit show. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, boy. Um, it yeah. might, might be the year we burn it all to the ground, everybody. <laughs> like You and I? N- no, everybody. Or everybody. Just everybody. Okay. Yeah, everybody. You seen that movie? Uh, it's a movie where they're in the bunker. Cloverfield. No. Lane. John Goodman's in the bunker. And then they come out and they're like, wait, we weren't, we didn't have to be in the bunker. That's going to be like that. <laughs> oh, did I spoil it? Sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you won't watch it. <laughs> no, I don't really ever watch movies anymore. It's still so. worth watching. I think they, I think they kind of give away that that's the, the line of the story in the trailer. I think you're, I think you know, going in that like, it's a trick. Oh, and that's I, now that's I fine. definitely don't want to watch it. No, I mean, it's not. It doesn't sound good. If it was like on on a plane, oh, you okay, watch it, hmm. but don't like pay money to watch it. Gotcha. It's that kind of movie. This now I'm thinking <laughs> about how like all the flights I take never have the TVs never have anymore. Good, yeah, I know. I they just keep taking stuff away from us, like Apple and their phones. <laughs> <laughs> This episode's going downhill. We gotta end it. <laughs> All right. We gotta stop. Okay. Um, yeah, go support our Patreon. You just go to patreon.com and type in Pancake Town Podcast. I don't remember what the URL is, and I'm not gonna try to think of what it is. Um, but it's also linked on our stuff, Instagram and all that. Um, and follow us on Instagram and send us ideas for our next marathon of recording episodes. Yep. That's it.